Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm super excited for today's guest, Ani Michalski. And before we dive into today's topic, which is quieting your inner mean girl, and we all have her, let me tell you a little bit about Ani. Let's get to know her. Ani is a mom of six, a licensed therapist, and a life and wellness coach for super moms who have lost themselves under their cape. She empowers moms to escape the do-it-all mentality and break through the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from becoming their best self. Her mission as the founder of Moms Without Capes movement is to help women discover and fall in love with who they are inside and out of their mom hat so that they can design the life they want to be living. So I'm going to have all things Ani in the show notes on how to connect with her, how to work with her, all of the things. So please check out the show notes. And without further ado, let's get into today's topic, quieting the inner mean girl. Welcome, Ani. So excited to have you. Thanks, Tara. I'm so glad to be here. I was really looking forward to to today's conversation. Awesome. So tell us, what is your inner mean girl and where does she come from? So the inner mean girl is the Regina George that's inside all of us. She is the self-doubt, the self-criticism, those unrealistic expectations that keep us playing small. That voice that keeps us from living out our dreams, especially as moms, you know, with mom guilt and feeling shame or feeling just like we need to be doing it all which exactly what you said in the, you know, in my intro is I work specifically with moms who are under that mentality, feeling like they have to be it all and do it all to be amazing moms. And I help them challenge those expectations and redefine what that means. And so the inner mean girl comes from those thoughts that we're having and really primarily out of the beliefs. She's born out of the beliefs that we hold those beliefs that we formed through our past experiences, through things that we've been through, things we've witnessed, events, situations in our lives that have helped us form those beliefs about ourselves, about others, and about the world. And so that inner mean girl is that voice that's inside you, keeping you playing small. Now, you mentioned the beliefs. So I talk a lot about this with my clients as well. And so many of us women, we feel like this like our beliefs are almost factual, you know, like this is just how it is. How do you work with your clients to challenge those beliefs 
that they actually think are like, this is a fact. This is how it has to be. There's no other way. How do you work through that with your, your clients to challenge that? Because I know it can be difficult to really break through someone's belief systems. So that's a great question. One of the things that we as humans, our beliefs, we have this confirmation bias where we tend to gravitate or hang on to those things that reinforce our beliefs. And so for so long, we've, we have formed these beliefs and these beliefs have become ingrained in us. And so we tend to, when things happen that reinforce those beliefs, we grab onto them and we say, this is, this is why I, you know, my belief is true, which is just what you had hinted to about. We tend to believe these beliefs. And so one of the things that I do with clients is we start looking for that evidence that negates those old beliefs. But more importantly, in my, in my counseling hat, Mm-hmm. I have been trained in cognitive behavioral therapy. And so I bring a lot of that into my coaching hat. And cognitive behavioral therapy is based on the premise that our thoughts, emotions, and, and behaviors all stem from the beliefs that we hold. And so that inner mean girl is really just those thoughts that mm-hmm. we're having. And they're the negative thoughts, but they're automatic because they come from those beliefs that have been deeply ingrained in us. And so we work together to say like, well, what belief, what do you need to believe about yourself, about motherhood Mm -hmm. that's going to give you those thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that are going to serve you? And so when we come up with those new beliefs, then we start gathering the evidence that's going to support those new beliefs. Because more times, more often than not, we have evidence that supports those other beliefs, but we don't like to, we don't focus on them. Because we're so busy, like, we want to be right, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, we we want to filter it out. We zone in on what we believe to be true. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Now, that brings me to my next question. I mean, everyone here that's listening can relate to the inner mean girl. We all have her. But how do we know when she's holding us back, when she's really keeping us in a box that we're not able to get out that's really dictating our our life in a harmful harmful way how do we know like when it's time to get help when it's time to break free out of that box that we put ourselves in right like when do we okay so i believe nothing grows in a comfort zone and so you, you do need to get uncomfortable and it's not comfortable quieting that inner mean girl it's not comfortable because It's one, like a leap of faith. You've got to take a leap and that can be scary. And so knowing if that is what, if that's what we are meant to do, is that what you mean? Like, how do we know, like, if it's our inner mean girl or if it's. How do we know, like, when it's time to take that next step to, you know, get help? Because. I think so many of us, because we are so attached to our belief systems, Mm -hmm. we feel like this is just how it is. I just have to be feeling this way. Everybody feels this way. You know, that belief system, like it it is how it is. And, and how do we know it's time to take that next step in order to, to break free out of that, you know, that holding pattern, essentially. 
So ultimately it comes down to, just like I said, the thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are stemming from those beliefs that you're holding. If you're take, if you want to take action towards something, towards a dream, right? And many of the super moms that I work with, they have sacrificed their dreams. They have put them on hold, you know, for their children, for their family, like because of expectations that we have about ourselves and society. And so when you start realizing and recognizing that you are worthy, that you deserve to have these dreams, that we were given dreams for a reason, right? When you are being halted, you're not able to take those actions That's when you've got to dig deeper and say like, you know, what is stopping me from taking action towards these dreams? What needs to happen? And we all know that change starts from within. Mm -hmm. And so when you dig deeper to that, it's the thoughts that you're having and those underlying beliefs that are preventing you from taking action. And so I would say at that point, if you, you know, we hear about imposter syndrome and those thoughts, those self-doubts that come to us when we want to take action towards something, but we don't feel the confidence and confidence comes from taking action. And so we need to get deeper and look at what are those expectations? You know, looking at like the worst case scenario, And one of the strategies that we use is playing the script till the end and saying like, you know, a lot of times that inner mean girl will keep us ruminating or replaying that worst case scenario. And that keeps us, that stops us from taking action. And so asking yourself, you know, what, what is the worst case scenario? And if that happens, then what? And if that happens, then what? And I don't, I don't know if you've read or your listeners have read Um, Marie Forleo's Everything is Figure Outable. I haven't. You know, she is, she talks all about like having faith in yourself that you can figure, like everything is figure outable. And so when you play the script to the end and you ask yourself, okay, well, if that happens, then what? Well, I'll figure it out. Okay. Like just bringing it back and letting yourself get to, instead of start, get letting your imagination get away, like, Build those beliefs that are based in reality, not in imagination, not in not in that worst case scenario. And really digging deep and getting to the root of those thoughts, emotions, and actions. Okay, that makes sense. Absolutely. So ultimately, instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, it's too much. I know it's going to be a disaster if I follow through on what I would like to do. I'm not even going to let myself think about it. And that's kind of, a, that's where they're at, correct? Like they, they feel like this anxiety towards it's not going to work out. It's going to be a disaster. So I'm not even going to go there, go there. So ultimately <laughs> this exercise allows them to go there and problem solve so that mm-hmm. they realize like, wait a minute, it's figure outable. All yes. I have to do is take a look at it and figure out what steps that I need to do in order to uh, overcome this and move on. Right. And like also keeping that list of evidence, Mm -hmm. right? Like, because I said, there, there is evidence that is in your past that has proved that you have been able to surpass certain challenges and taking, but you may not have, you may have filtered that out and not focused on it or discounted it. And so really taking the time to do the work and I love writing things down that that helps because it brings in some more senses, right? Then just think when it's in your head, it's so easy to just overthink and stop yourself. But once you get it onto paper, like 
I mean, we're talking about the inner mean girl. And once you start putting onto paper what those thoughts are that you're having, you can see it in black and white and work through it. So the next time that she does come up, you've already done the work, right? You've already thought it through. You've written it down. You have come up with like the evidence that negates that old belief and supports a new belief. Mm -hmm. And so in, you know, it does take time. It does take practice. But the more you record, the more you track, what is she saying to you? What is the evidence against that? What's the evidence for it? You know, how do you want to feel? And then what do you want to do? Or, you know, because before she was either having you do one thing or not doing anything like that behavior, you know, taking action towards something or not taking action. And so if the action that you want to take is going to bring you closer to the, to your goals or your dreams or or what have you, you know, you want to look back and say, what belief is going to fuel that action? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because when people get into the self-help space, they think that, oh, I just need to think positive thoughts. I just need to push my way through it and just meditate or think positive thoughts or whatever it may be. And that the reality of it is, is you're just pushing those thoughts further and further down instead of doing the work to push through, you know? So I am happy to hear that your process is just so straightforward and really actionable. It's really doable for the average person to sit down and and look at the pros and look at the cons uh, ultimately in order to figure out who's your inner mean girl and is she telling you the truth or not? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So that we don't just start believing her and not taking action, not doing what we need to do to get to where we want to be. Now, I have a question. What are the most common consequences do you see of people not doing the work, of people not sitting down and, and being able to figure out how to shut up their mean girl? So the number one is like it makes those negative beliefs or those unserving beliefs deeper, deep, more deeply ingrained. Right. Like if we don't take the time to challenge those beliefs, then we're we're just reinforcing those old beliefs. Like we're getting ourselves even more stuck. So we have this responsibility that we need to look at what do we believe? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about others? What do you believe about the world, about being a mom, about being an entrepreneur? Like what are those beliefs that you're holding and start challenging them? So definitely like more deeply ingrained beliefs. Um, And it can also lead to like mental health disorders, depression, anxiety, they both stem from the beliefs and the thoughts that you're having. And so being able to break those thinking patterns, those unhealthy thinking patterns can cut the, stop those consequences from occurring. Right. Absolutely. And then finally, our relationships. Like our relationships are are definitely affected when we're constantly telling ourselves, berating, like telling ourselves we are not worthy or we are undeserving love or success or wealth or any of those things. It's going to affect our relationships. You have to love yourself in order to love others. And so when you're the biggest critic of yourself and you're keeping yourself like you're letting that inner mean ground dictate your life 
your relationships are bound to suffer because of it. Yeah. And then ultimately, I see this happen all the time with my clients too. Essentially, they fuel, they add fuel to the fire because your relationships are being fractured. People are getting upset with you or whatever it may be. There's causing more tension. And then you get harder. The inner mean girl rears her ugly head, right? And she's just like, oh, you're right. You are worthless. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You can't get anything done. You know, you really don't have enough time, whatever it is. We all have our own narrative, our own script Mm -hmm. that goes on in our heads. But I know from experience that when I was going through burnout, my inner mean girl was, oh my gosh, she was awful. And the relationships made it 20, 30, I mean, gosh, 50 times worse than what I was already telling myself. And Mm -hmm. so it's really, I'm glad that you pointed out that if you don't address it, then ultimately it's kind of like this cycle of it's going to get worse and worse and worse for you. You're going to get yourself further in the hole. And as you and I both know, it's harder to get out once you start getting deeper and deeper. Um, The more work you have to do to get yourself out, essentially. So how do you, in the moment when she is dictating, you know, what you do, what you say, your actions, how do you shut her up in the moments that it happens? Because when we're talking about, you know, kind of tracing back and like looking at that evidence per se, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of times we're hyper emotional, like in the moment, right? So sometimes it's hard to take a step back and be like, okay, I need to calm down. I need to look at this, this and that. So how, like, what, do you have any tricks for in the moment to shut her up? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I think what you just said was exactly it. Like taking that step back and -hmm. giving yourself that perspective. And a lot of times we, we tend to react instead of respond. Right. And making sure that you are you know, whether it is like just taking a deep breath and allowing yourself and, and doing the work. Like I said, when you start writing it down and you start tracking and you start, and it just sounds like a lot of work, but it really isn't like you can look back on your day and just say like, were there any moments that my mood changed? Because Mm -hmm. remember your emotions are stemming from those beliefs, just as your thoughts and your actions are. And so looking back on the day and saying, is there any time that my mood changed today? And what was I feeling? Well, you know, what thoughts were fueling that? What was going on in the situation? Doing that work, the next time it comes up, next time you're feeling that way, you can look and say, you know, this is the belief that's going. You can look at it more objectively, right. which is when you're saying take your step back, like the more you do the work on paper, the more it'll happen in the moment, the, the, the faster it will happen in the moment. But just getting in the habit of stepping back and responding rather than just simply reacting is going to help you gain a different perspective. And so just thought stopping. Mm-hmm. Like when you start, you're going to notice like your emotions change. And, you know, maybe you're excited about something. And then that inner mean girl, the voice gets loud and she doesn't like you. We don't like to change. Like, you know, like, so she wants to keep us comfortable. She wants to keep us safe. And sometimes she can be very critical about it when we try to change. And so we want to be able to take that step back and look at things more objectively 
and recall, perhaps, you know, right on the spot, like challenge that thought that you're having and stop the thought that's, that's happening, you know, like right then and there. And it takes time. It takes practice for sure, because we're so used, like I said, those beliefs are so ingrained and those thoughts are so automatic. We have like, what, like 70,000 thoughts a day. Like a lot of them are repeat. A lot of them are negative. And especially if you're holding some unserving beliefs, mm-hmm. those thoughts that are stemming from it are going to be automatic negative thoughts. And so you really want to just become aware of them. Absolutely. And, you know, I know too, that with the work that I do, I have my clients do something similar. Mm-hmm. And the more you, like you said, the more you do, the more it becomes automatic Natural. in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, it's, and honestly, it's fun, isn't it? It's actually fun kind of dissecting. It's a self-discovery. Right. And you get to know yourself a whole lot more. And I think that the more you get to know yourself, the more confident you are in your decision-making. And in addition, you just grow so much that it's very impactful for the relationship aspects that you talked about. And instead of them fueling you into inner mean girl, they can fuel you into like, you know, a positive cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we all need more positive cheerleaders around. I know, right? <laughs> if only that were our natural, you know, state, right? Right. That was right. Only- Which that, that's why it's so hard because we do have that negative, I think it's like negative bias, like negativity bias. Yeah. Like we have to work extra hard because our mind, again, wants to keep us safe and evolutionary. Like we had to, you know, run from saber tooth tigers, right. right? So like it's natural to live in that negative space. And so we have to work extra hard to get ourselves to that positive space. Absolutely. Now, what are some of the benefits that you've seen firsthand of people being able to do this work and, and how have you seen them grow? Like, what are some positives that um, come from doing this work? Well, one of the big things that for my, it happened to myself and I have seen it with members of my, I have a Facebook community and I've seen members there, women that I've worked with that we start taking care of ourselves. We start realizing that we are worthy of focusing on. And for so long, um, the first 10, 12, 10 or 12 years of my married life, like of being a mom, because they happened around the same time, mom and marriage, yeah. and I felt extreme guilt for putting myself first. Like I lived through my kids. I thought, you know, I had to have every meal prepared and like yeah. the house clean. Like I had a lot of perfectionism, people pleasing tendencies. Yeah. Kind of like control, right? Like thinking that I had to <laughs> I had to control everything. And um, it really kept me trapped in these unrealistic expectations that I referred to earlier, where I thought that in order to be a good mom, that's what we needed to do. And so once I started challenging those beliefs and doing those mindset shifts and seeing like, you know. I'm allowed to have dreams. I'm allowed, you know, God gave me gifts and talents to use them, not to squash them. And so I learned through my own experience that I was worthy. I changed that belief. And so that's one of the biggest 
things that I see, one of the biggest benefits of challenging these beliefs is when you start shifting your belief, you start taking care of yourself. You know, right before we hit, you hit record, we were talking yeah. about like how it's hard to, to be healthy. And so when you start shifting that belief, like you, your motives change. Right. Instead of thinking like, oh, I've got to, you know, I've got to just get skinny or, you know, I've got to, you know, you start doing it for your own health, like realizing that you are worthy, like this is your body. This is the only body that we're going to get. And so learning how to move it and give it the rest that it needs and doing the things that we know we need. And that's the other thing, asking ourselves, what do we need? Because we don't do that. As moms, we, especially when you're putting yourself, you're not prioritizing yourself. We don't even know what it is that we need. And that's where you get, that's where you get to the point where you've lost yourself. Yeah. So that self-discovery piece will lead to self-care and ultimately self-love. When you learn to quiet that inner mean girl and do your thing, do the thing that you were meant to do. I love it because you know, as we were, before we hit record, we were obviously, we were talking about health and tell the audience, I'm trying to go on a diet, I'm trying to move <laughs> away from the babies that I've had. And it's interesting because this kind of actually goes with the podcast that I'm doing this week, which is the self-care, the tactics, that okay. portion. Mm-hmm. So many times we know what we should do, but yet we don't do it. We know. Yes. And like, same with healthy, right? Like if I, of course I know how to lose the weight that I want to, but right. I have chosen my mind has taken over, has taken me hostage. And I throw out all of these excuses as to, oh, well, I'll get to it next week. I got to start at the beginning of the month. I got to start on a Monday, you know, as if that has anything to do with it, you know, and then Monday gets here and I'm like, well, there's that birthday cake in the refrigerator. My daughter's birthday is in a few days. I think I'll just wait until after her birthday. I can't tell you how many times my mind has dictated my actions as you talk about how your thoughts you know, propel you into taking action or not taking action. Right. And the tactics, they don't necessarily work unless we have control of the tactics, unless we use the tactics. Unless so, you use them. Yep. so as you, as you mentioned, after you do the work, you can actually take control and back of your right. life. And then you can put into place those tactics yes. and actually use them instead of that inner mean girl saying, oh, well, you should have, but you didn't. Right. Those you know? shoulds that, you know, that's one of those, there's cognitive distortions that we get stuck in those should statements. And that's when we're looking at the beliefs that you hold, like, you know, what is that a realistic belief or is that something that's keeping you trapped? Absolutely. And I think that it, it happens. I, I love that we're talking about this topic because we talked about health. We talked about pursuing your dreams. We talked about mm-hmm. like the mom guilt, the relationships aspect. So we're looking into really every aspect of your life. The inner mean girl has an impact yes. of what you do or what you do not do. So the consequences of not following through on trying to overcome that 
is high. <laughs> it's high. Yeah, she's going to dictate your entire life. And then what are you going to do? Look back and have regrets. You're going to look back and feel even worse. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you have this opportunity to be able to change that. And so why, why not? Absolutely. Why not start, you know, that the path to self-discovery and start challenging those beliefs that you're holding? Yeah. And, you know, you talked about the work that you've done. You know, I've done similar work with myself and I can say that the difference between before and after, I, I feel like is so night and day that I wouldn't have changed it for the world. And my relationships are in such a positive place right now. Whereas before, if you were to ask me on a scale of one to 10, where I would rate them, I'm pretty mm. sure the people around me would be like, man, that's like a three. <laughs> They'd call you out on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you were not the greatest, you know, you weren't the greatest friend. You weren't the greatest daughter. You weren't the greatest mm. wife. And so I think too, you know, so many times people, they get stuck in these, like, I can't because it's going to take away from the time or the money or whatever mm -hmm. it may be from the people that I love and care about. But the reality is, if you don't do the work, it's going to take away from yeah. exact your excuse is exactly what's going to happen or is happening mm -hmm. in your life. So this quieting your inner mean girl is amazing. Now you have a a free gift for the audience that I want to talk a little bit about because you've made it just for our audience, which is awesome. We really <laughs> appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about what it is, where they can find it and, and how it's going to help them move forward. Sure. So I talked about writing it down. And so I have created a self-talk diary that's going to walk you through how to identify your, those thoughts, you know, what is she saying to you? And walking you through collecting that new evidence that's going to support those new beliefs. And so there's going to be different columns in it. It's just a PDF. It's, it's printable. You can use it. I'll include directions on how to use it. And that way you can start challenging what she's saying and start moving towards the direction of your dreams and your goals. I love it because this is the first step in the process. And then ultimately, once you start going down this path, it's going to propel you and you're going to see the changes that you need in order to continue to take action. So offering this is going to be super helpful. And I'm excited to get my hands on it too. Yeah. <laughs> At momswithoutcapes.com backslash blessed. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, before we leave here today, do you have any tips or anything that you want to leave the audience? Yes. So I just want to let every mom here listening, every woman, you are so worth focusing on. Spend 10, 15 minutes of your day completely focused on you, especially if you are new to actually making time for yourself. If you're hiding in the bathroom and just to get the break, which yeah. for years, that's the only break that I got. And even then the kids are yelling on the other side of the door, mom, are you almost done? Like, so if that's the only break you get, then you need to, perhaps you need to shift your priorities and, and look and see, you're never going to find time, but you are yeah. so worthy of making time for. And so once you start recognizing that and realizing that things are going to change, things I are going to but it's only up to you. 100% responsible for your life. So absolutely. You have the power to choose. Mm -hmm. And 
I love what you just said that it's never going to just happen. You have to make it happen. (laughs) And I think so many of us, they're like, oh, well, it'll happen after this or it'll happen after that. And, and that's just not the case. You have to be intentional and it's always going to be something that's going to be in your way. And therefore you have to be intentional. You have to make decision to choose. Yeah. So if you're saying you don't have time, if you're saying you don't have time, I want you to, I I challenge you to look deeper Mm -hmm. and say, you know, usually that means that you're not thinking that you are deserving of time, not that you don't have time. So you need to look and make that time. Absolutely. So important. I mean, it's life-changing ultimately. Mm -hmm. So do it, everyone. If I can do it with six kids. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. I love it. I mean, we all have the same amount of time in a day. Like Bill Gates has the same amount of time that you Mm -hmm. or I have, you know, and different obligations and all. I I know that, but you can make the time. If If you consider yourself worthy of making the time, then you can make the time, but you have, you have to do it. You have to be intentional. Like you said, Tara. I love it. I'm so excited to get my hands on this inner mean girl diary to get it all out, to do the work, to move forward. And Ani, it's been such a pleasure because this is the type of work that people need to start on in order to have that true transformation. So I'm so thankful to have you on and and to have your expertise and insight for our audience. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It was fun. All right. Thank you. We'll see you later. Lastly, thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at info at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends. And I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.